This is Bucks Breakfast. Let's take a look then at today's front pages. Jonathan, where would you like to start? Well, should we start with Piers Morgan and get that out of the way? Um, Several of the papers uh, have mentioned uh, the fact that uh, Ofcom have uh, cleared him of... um, being obnoxious is basically what it comes down to and it's interesting to compare the just the words the different papers have used in the headlines uh, so um, it's it's broadly the um, the most mouthy papers who are uh, featuring it uh, the Daily Mail imagine the screams in Montecito as Princess Pinocchio finally has her nose tweaked <laughs> yes that's a classic Daily Mail headline from the other side of the fence the Daily Mirror peers on Megan quote win They have put that word win in quote marks. Do I get my job back now? But the one I love is the star. And make no apologies for starting with the star today where we normally finish with it. Um, Now he'll be even more unsufferable Mm. with a picture of Piers Morgan. And the best bit is uh, outspoken Piers Morgan has been cleared by Ofka, blah, 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 blah. Last night he was available for lots of comments. (laughs) But will (laughs) They do have a style all of their own, the star. They do, but will... Will he get his job back on uh, that ITV morning show? Well, there's, there's a huge debate there which has no answer, and we're probably best not uh, not even starting to try and answer it, about freedom of speech. Mm. Does uh, the principle of freedom of speech mean that anybody can say anything they like, no matter who it offends? Or does freedom of speech mean that you can tell somebody to shut up because I've got a freedom of speech and you can't uh, contradict me? Yeah. Or, or what? There is no answer. No, no. I've got a good story about that, but it's too long to tell you now. So remind me and I'll tell you about that on another occasion. Um, I am going to take us to The Guardian next. And uh, one of the other big stories dominating the front pages this morning, the Foreign Office warned of rapid takeover by Taliban. And this relates to Dominic Raab, who spent two hours yesterday in front of the, is it the, uh, the Joint Intelligence committee or the foreign the foreign office who knows who knows anyway two hours um he was asked repeatedly you know where he went on holiday what day he went on holiday i know it's just a little point there is a much bigger picture here a much bigger story which is very slowly unfolding but just the arrogance of the man not to answer a basic question. Um, so lots of coverage of that this morning and different angles depending on which newspaper you read as well. That's mm, he the speaks Guardian. highly of you too. I expect he does, yeah, he should mm. do. Uh, to the Eye, which have also got the Afghan blame game, as they call it, all over the front page. But there's one to the left that we've um, mentioned a few times over the last few weeks. Uh, Big Tobacco's dubious rebrand, special report, see page 36. And they've headlined it Smoke and Mirrors, which is very clever in Indeed, mm. and uh, you can tell just from the word from those words uh, the uh, the angle that the eye is taking about um, uh, presumably not just that one uh, huge tobacco company taking over a, 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 a sort of inhalers type company, aren't they? Uh, and trying to uh, reposition themselves as curing the problems that selling cigarettes for all those years has helped to cause. Yes, 
Yes, uh, that's going to be a very interesting read. I, I'm quite uh, intrigued to see where they go next, actually, because the debate on the legalisation of cannabis is uh, heating up again. Uh, William Hague has come out uh, with his views on that debate. So I wonder if that's where some of these big tobacco companies are looking for their next uh, revenue stream, shall we say. Um, I've, yes. th- there's quite a number of different things on the eye this morning that caught my eye. Um, On the top of the front page, we've got the Meat Culture Wars. This is in the society section. Brexiteers. (laughs) Yeah, Brexiteers and Conservative voters are the most carnivorous, while women, liberals, and Generation Z are slowly turning veggie. Gosh, who could have predicted that? <laughs> well, there is that. And, of course, that you know, there is a very valid debate to be had around, um, you know, the, 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 the meat business and so on and whether we should all be going more plant-based. But let's not forget that plant-based diets are very water-intensive and don't say, well, we can genetically modify them so they don't require as much water because that's... You know, that's a definite no-no, and uh, that links into another story on the front of the Times this morning, um, which is, she scrolls down rapidly to find it, Britain to grow cancer-cutting wheat for making healthier bread. Now, on the surface, sounds like a great idea. Anything that cuts cancer gets my vote, but again, it's genetically modified. We're messing about with Mother Nature, and uh, it it does worry me. Mm, yes, but that, that's worth reading, if only for the words at the end of the first paragraph in that story, where you have the words healthier and toast mm, together. Mm. Uh, so I'm sure there's a lot more to it than just making healthier toast. Yes. And uh, interestingly, the, the research company that's doing that is not too far away, Rothamsted Research. They're just the um, at the other side of Hamel Hempstead, um, yeah. on, on, on the road to Luton. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Hmm. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to watch that and see what they come up with and whether there are, are shouts of, you know, it's genetic modification, we can't do that. Well, or, there was... Or, or will, you know, will, will, will everybody ju- just say, OK, it's making us healthier, let's do it? Yeah, exactly. Or, or what? We shall see. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that, that's another one to watch long term, isn't it? Yeah, where are you going next? I'm going to The Telegraph. Now, this is interesting. Two stories together on The Telegraph. They're completely different. But the fact that they're on the front page of The Telegraph is what gets my attention. Because, you know, it's not so long ago that um, people who didn't read The Telegraph referred to it as the Daily Torygraph. Because it was very much a a right-wing newspaper. And generally, that sort of newspaper and a conservative government, you could expect them to uh, to, uh, just go together. But look at this. We need £10 billion or backlog could last seven years, say NHS chiefs. So this is um, a controversy, an argument, a discussion um, about the funding of the NHS on the front page of the Telegraph. And just below that, homeworking here to stay for Treasury staff. Now, this is something we talked about yesterday. And uh, apparently, um, Treasury civil servants will be allowed to work from home for most of the week. Uh, the, in, in, I'll, I'll read you the, uh, the paragraph. In a shift that threatens to undermine Rishi Sunak as he attempts to push for a general return to the office. 
So they're reporting um, a, a discussion, a full and frank exchange of views, as they put it, uh, within government mm. on the front page of The Telegraph, which would normally be expected or traditionally follow the party line. Yeah, yeah. What's well, going on at The Telegraph? Well, I don't know, but also in that story, there's mention of business leaders who are saying, look, we don't know whether we're coming or going because the advice coming out of government isn't you know isn't uh, what's the word i'm looking for well it isn't clear is it it, it, well, it's saying you may like to do this or you may like to do that, but there is no compulsion to do either mm, of the mm. one or the other. Make it up, make up your own mind. But that surely is a fundamental Tory principle that that people are free to go their own way, isn't yeah, it? Y- yes, yes, it is absolutely. But um, but I think you know business leaders who are are looking after huge companies with thousands and thousands of employees need some sort of consistency so that they can give a consistent message to their teams. That, that would Left-wingers, be... I'm sure, would say to the business leaders, you can't have it both ways. Well, yes. Mm. yes. Yeah, that one, and that, another one that could run around. But just next to that, let's mention the Matt cartoon, shall we? Because it's appropriate. Uh, two beekeepers talking to each other over a hive. You can identify the working-from-home bees because they're the ones who are wearing dressing gowns. <laughs> <laughs> Matt puts his finger on it as so often. Very good. Um, last one from me, and this is in the Times this morning, across the top of the front page, COVID prison, how Australia lost its freedom. This is inside in Times 2. And uh, I haven't read the story yet, but I do say hurrah. At long last, we are starting to see uh, what is happening in other countries and the way that they've been dealing with the pandemic. And they, you know, they've they've put in some some very strict rules in Australia, and it's not being widely supported. And this is about lockdowns and keeping people at home and um, and jabs and all of that sort of thing. And I'm not going to make a comment about that. I'm just saying, you know, hooray that uh, at last it's being reported. And um, and the other thing, a bit. Closer to home, and this happened last week. Was pictures in France of where they where they're bringing in um, rules about uh, COVID passports going into restaurants and and various other places, and the general public are saying no. They're saying no, we're not having this. And there were pictures of um, a row, a, a street with restaurants along both sides, and all of the restaurants saying, well, you can only come in if you can prove your your vaccination status, and the public sitting on the pavements outside having picnics as a protest they're saying restaurants yeah outside the restaurants and there were there was a whole street of people doing this um because you know they know how to protest in france they're not scared so uh yeah and that's you know just a few miles away from us here so it'll be Mm. interesting to see what happens next there are an awful lot of phd theses and so on Uh, lining up for the next few years about uh, the different approaches from different countries to COVID and lockdown and everything and the different reactions from the populations and the different effects it had on the uh, infection numbers Mm. and trying to analyse and see if there was a connection between more people going out, therefore infections go up and so on and and actually whether the obvious does in fact happen. Mm. Interestingly, I I went to the Excel Centre yesterday in Docklands and was asked to prove that I'd been vaccinated on the way in otherwise I wouldn't have been allowed in oh really and they wouldn't they wouldn't Mm. just take a negative uh, test 
Uh, I don't know. We didn't get onto the subject of tests, okay. but I fired up my phone and um, uh, fired up the NHS app and said, look, two vaccinations. And said, OK, in you go. Yeah, but what yeah. would have happened if I hadn't had that? Yeah. I don't know. We didn't go there. Mm. Finally, from me, the FT. This is interesting. Um, the, the UK uh, civil servants have drawn up secret contingency plans to move the Trident nuclear submarine bases from Scotland to the UK or indeed to France if Scotland declares independence. Mm. Well, the word secret on the front page of the FT is a sort of contradiction in terms, isn't it? It's not very secret anymore. And I know, yeah, everybody can understand that there are departments in Whitehall that, uh, whose job it is to, to say, what if? And then to draw up, what will we do if? Mm. And yeah, they're not saying it's going to happen, but they're just saying this is what we'll do if it happens, or this is what we might do. But uh, it gives the FT a, pic- uh, a chance to put a picture of a submarine sailing up the Clyde uh, on, on the front page. And it's not often <laughs> you'll see that on the front of the FT. Fantastic. And those are today's front pages. Thank you, sir. This is Buck's Breakfast.